0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Yo, bitch! I fucked your friend. Yeah, you stank hoe. I seen her on the elevator, honey. Grab my kango. She put me on the mega shit. About to slap the bitch. She got stage girdle. I lean back like I'm rich. It took place late night on February 17th. Hand flooded like ink. My
2: face on a magazine. Just got back from Honolulu pocket stackers. Buku cash. Girlfriend slipped to you who and laugh, yo. While I was on tour, whore. You went to work quick fast. Had a nigga dick in the dirt. But you couldn't wait just to kidnap the bait on my sperm. Where you at, ho? Pinky how She put in my perm. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host Rod Ed. Karen, I, you're not aggressive enough. I remember the first time I heard that sound, I was like, damn
3: this nigga angry.
2: Nah, I sound I sound like that nigga, man. That's how ghosts were sounding on that shit. Uh that, he was angry, but he very was in angry. Control. I mean, I I don't know how he said it without laughing. That was my problem. Yeah, that's
3: that's what I would mean. Like 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 it, it, it was still kind of humor in your voice, but his was like. Well, that's because I was
2: laughing at how ridiculously misogynistic that fucking song is. Very. Ghost, Ghost was blanking on that shit. Pinky, how she put it in my prime? Like when he switched up that, that voice. That's all you ever said to me. Thought that could hold me. Remember when I long dick you and broke your ovary? Was, mm-hmm. I didn't know your ovary could break, but apparently it can. Yeah, I, I don't know if people heard this song. I'll play it for y'all was so y'all can that's cause you dealing, dealing with the ace. That's my shit right there. You got an oh, Where you going,
4: Chubbin?
2: Got business to take you care take of. Care. Oh shit, that's my old man. Oh shit. shit, that's my old man. Better go talk to him. Better go talk to him. So I say every time I get done having sex.
1: <laughs> ah! No smoking the lungs. No smoking the lungs. No smoking the lungs. No smoking the lungs. No smoking the lawn. No smoking the lungs. No smoking
4: the lawn. No smoking the lungs. No
1: I fucked your friend, yeah you stink hoe I seen her in the elevator, honey, honey grabbed Grab my, my Kango. Kango, she put me on the mega Shit, bout to slap the bitch, she shot crazy verbal. I lean back like I'm a am rich bitch. It took place, late night on February 17th, hands flooded like ink My face on, on a, a magazine, just got Back from Honolulu, pocket stacking cash. and cash, girlfriend shifter, you were in laugh Yo, well, well while I, was I was on a tour, tour, whore You went, went to work, work. quick, fast Had a nigga dick in the dirt, you couldn't wait Just to kidnap the bait of my sperm Who is you, at ho? pinky out, she put in Okay, that's, that's all, all you, you ever said, said to me to God that could hold you. me Remember when I long dicked you And broke your ovary when You cracked bitch Chicken head hoe Eating heroes on the first, first niggas I t- had you watch Flicks by the De Niro. De Niro You gained crazy points baby Just, Just be it with God Told you how to eat the right foods fast Faster though he Lord. gave you earth lessons I came to you, you as a blessing, blessing. You didn't, didn't do the knowledge What the, the God was manifesting You sneaky fuck bitch you ways wasting actions Told it God
3: damn he was mad Woo. Yes, that's the first time I heard that song. I didn't feel nothing but ain't I kept saying, God damn, I'm glad I'm not her.
2: Yeah, man. She should have never. But it's almost like she justified cheating on him. You know, like, if that's your response, then, I mean, like, maybe y'all better off not together because you seem like you were saving up a lot of ammo. Yes. To it, uh, it, really go it, in on her. And it's one of them things where it's like, well, damn. He wrote a
3: song. It was like the way he was angry It's like he probably could have shot her. It's like before I shoot and kill you and go to jail, I'll write an angry ass song about you.
2: Yeah, that was he was extremely upset. Very. Uh, We talking about family and shit and the sex that they had and stuff. Um although the sex did sound good, you know, when he talked got about that part where she was biting his cables and shit. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) This is the Blackout Tips Podcast. You can find us a bunch of ways. The easiest to which Go to the blackouttips.com. And while you're there, you can do stuff like sign up to be a premium member. You can join uh you know, just become a regular like person that donates to the show on the reg. We appreciate that. Uh you can do stuff like vote in the polls, you can leave comments, you can find out the contact information in the about section. Just go to the blackouttips.com, click around on things and uh become part of the show man we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that we do speaking of things we appreciate leave us a five-star review guys if you leave us a five-star review on itunes Stitcher, or podomatic uh we will read it on the show during the feedback show so mm-hmm. uh we do feedback shows at 10 a.m well ten thirty ish or whatever uh every saturday morning eastern standard time and uh that's when we read your comments about the previous shows and what you guys had to say um right now we uh actually have uh you know, I put a new blog post up. We did some guest appearances uh last week. Um I've been on the dream team. I guess Adjective of J is having some issues or whatever, so I've been kinda of filling in for him uh for a little bit. And uh, you know, that's been cool. Um also uh we've done stuff like um Karen's been on the Dr. Abrasive show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen was a part two of your up for discussion appearances there with the marriage survival kit for women. Part two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the latest, the latest agents of shield cast is out episode 11, the bridge. Uh, so you guys can all go check that stuff out uh, today. I know I talked to um, jail coven. I was on uh, righteous prick podcast. It should be out tomorrow morning. So uh, check that out. We talked all about, justine sacco and uh you know a bunch of other you know comedic lines you know i love talking about censorship and comedy and what counts as you know comedic and you know when when is it okay to get somebody out of here boycott culture we talked about a lot of that stuff uh very interesting conversation i think people will enjoy that um there's a new lip smacking good coming out uh tomorrow yes yes mm-hmm. with the crew of breakfast
3: for dinner mm-hmm. they're a, a a podcast a new newer podcast and i had them on we talked about food i had so much fun with those guys definitely go uh check those guys out also
2: yeah so uh we got you know we stay busy man even during this holiday season you can never stop grinding uh for our premium people, we have a new Nerd Off, we have a new Boss Deep, and we have two sport movie reviews with my uh, homie uh Will uh William Bibbiani, aka Bibbs from uh uh the B movie podcast and also co host of uh the Ages of SHIELD cast. So, um, you know, we just stay grinding, man, and uh this is kind of stuff we do that uh, you know, try to keep people um you know listening and and entertain talking about different things and Mm -hmm. like i said uh leave us a five-star review on itunes or stitcher man we really appreciate that because uh you know it helps the show out tremendously and even if you're broke and whatever you're finding a way to listen to the show somehow and uh use that means to leave us a five-star review that's all we ask yes that's a great christmas present this uh this christmas it is um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, no sponsor today. Uh, we're gonna just get right into the show, guys. Um, Let's do this, son. So uh, I was just thinking, uh, you know, why, why even, why even fuck around? Let's, you know, we don't have a guest. We're gonna uh, just do as many stories and topics as we can possibly get to. Okay. And, uh, go on Christmas break. Yeah. Um, Phil Robertson, the man who's in the news for the Duck Dynasty shit,
1: mm-hmm.
2: he's breaking his silence after his controversial remarks. I'm um, assuming some PR person got a hold of him and said, "Hey, shut the fuck up." Of course, you know you you messing with shit. money. Um, and it was funny because uh, you know, people were all like taking up for his side, defending him, and you get these people that are not the brightest who think his first amendment right is being violated or that he doesn't have a right to say what he has to say because people are getting mad at him which is like ridiculous no offense man but like the level of intelligence it takes to get to that point where you think it's this is about his first amendment rights like you that's not a smart thing to, to say no it's not everybody does understand that his rights aren't being violated because all. people are upset with him
3: ain't that the truth because we live in a country where the second somebody says something or they don't agree with you all of a sudden your rights are, are being affected like ain't nobody affecting your rights you said it and nobody shot you you had the right to say it
2: yeah like, like today I posted this link to this article I'm about to read and somebody just now on our Facebook page was like I don't agree with what he said but he had the right to say it And I said, that is the least controversial stance ever. And then they said, but it's true. If we stop him from saying what he believes, where will we ever stop? What's next? Your preacher can't speak about God because people who clean the church are Muslim might be offended. Or we can't talk about dieting because fat people might get upset. It's his opinion. The world needs to get some thicker skin and move on. None of that has nothing to do with anything. And so I said, are you a premium member of our show, by the way? We need more people like you who support our right to be offensive from being violated. Put your, put your money where your mouth is. Cause I've decided if you can't beat them, join them. I'm not fighting this shit anymore. Just give me the money. Like instead of it getting the feel, just can we find a way to get between feel and the money? You know, same thing with Justin Sacco. I started my own, you know, uh, link to, you know, capitalize out the pandemonium. Hopefully people would click it without thinking and donate money. Thinking they're giving money to Justine Sacco's defense, mm-hmm. and uh, they be giving it to us. You know, I'm 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 trying to find get my way into this racket of because there's money out there that people just throwing away for the most ignorant, outlandish shit. And fools and money are built to part, and they will separate from each other. I want to help in this process. Rather than fucking uh start, you know, getting on people and trying to correct them. Because there's no money in correcting the problem. No. no. Nobody's going to listen to me because I said them straight and they were wrong about Phil Robertson. Mm. No. The thing that's going to help is if I can get some of their money because they think I'm like Phil. Like maybe I need to say more hateful gay things or something. I don't know. But whatever it is, I need to get between them and their wallet. Because that transaction needs a middleman and i want to be that guy uh but yeah phil robertson is not backing down despite the duck dynasty patriarchs controversy controversial interview with gq and subsequent suspension from the a and e smash series the reality tv star i mean reality tv star shared during a bible study group in west monroe louisiana sunday december 22nd i will not give or back off from my path now here's the thing about this And I don't think enough people have said this, uh, so I'll be the first person to say it. Mm -hmm. We are talking about a show named Duck Dynasty. Come on now. That is the number one smash series for A&E. Yes. In America. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: We're talking about a show named Duck Dynasty, people. You understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, What I'm trying to say is this is already insane that people are even watching this in the first place. I don't even understand it. I don't watch the show. You know what I mean? I don't even care if the man has no show or if it's the number one show. It's just weird that the number one story in the news in America is about Duck Dynasty and a dude who said some controversial stuff.
3: And it's not about real ducks in their dynasty.
2: Yeah, like Daffy Duck. Like who? Come on, Scrooge Me Duck. Well, other countries have to be laughing Donald at us. Donald Duck. Like, other countries have to be like, look at these motherfuckers arguing about some goddamn ducks. Because you know they're not reading the articles. Come on, now. They're just reading the headline like, these Americans have been talking about ducks and a dynasty for days. Now, I thought we were obsessed with the royal family. These motherfuckers have a dynasty of ducks. Yes! And they argue about this shit daily. It's all over their Facebook page. I see it when I go on there. You know they do. Yeah. I go on there and say, oh, more bangers and mash. Like this, please. And everybody likes it. And then while I'm there, I look at my American friends and they're fucking mad about ducks dynasties and shit. Is, ah! You know, it's, what's this TV show? It's like a soap opera about ducks. Is Mm-mm. it, you know, I don't know. Nope. No, we ain't talking about ducks in the pond. We ain't talking about ducks
3: eating. We ain't talking about feeding ducks with bread. Mm-mm. Right.
2: We are a bunch of rednecks from Louisiana, but I am not uneducated. I have a degree from Louisiana tech, but this week I've been called an ignoramus. The Duck Dynasty star, 67 years old, shared with his group as reported by the Daily Mail. Here's the problem with that. Uh, I was not the one who thought he was uneducated, but the place you got your views was not a textbook. Oh, come on now. You were quoting the Bible. The Bible is not some scientific uh, instrument, man. They're not using that to teach, um, you know, anything in college other than Bible study or like religious studies. They're not actually going, here's, uh, you know, like if you took a test on, um, evolution or some shit, you can't cite the Bible for the answers. I'm sorry. And you can be mad at me if you want to, but you know, I'm telling the fucking truth. The Bible's not acceptable as a scientific book of fact. It's just not. Nobody, there's, there's no class I can pull that shit out in and be like, well, according to this, cause it, I would get kicked out of class. If yes, was, you would. Dinosaurs were alive six million years ago. Can you pick the time that was, uh, the Paleozoic era? Well, <laughs> according to this. Okay. First of all, um, earth only 6,000 years old. So you can stop this test right now all the answers wrong Head. i'll take my a please
3: take your f and get the fuck out of my class yeah
2: so he wasn't quoting science or whatever but i get his point he's not uneducated and, and a lot of people were doing this that thought they had you know the best interest of you know the the, the his uh had the best interest in mind of people that are like, Hey man, I disagree with this guy by, and we talked about on the show by just kind of going with the, he's a redneck. Mm-hmm. He's from the South. And of course he's racist. Of they, course he's bigoted. Of course he's ignorant. That's basically what they were saying. Yeah. And I, and I think that that does everybody a disservice, including religious people. Because yes. Because
3: there's some religious people that are very smart, very intelligent, can have a conversation with you and does, does not sound like this man. Not
2: just that, but there's religious people from the South. Yes, that, is. that do not believe uh gay people are evil terrorists that need to you know the sin needs to be done away with or whatever true there's just you know what i mean mm-hmm. so even if you are a christian and you're like raj why are you gonna talk i'm not even talking shit about you i'm saying even if you uh are a christian you identify with the fact that this man's religious if you don't share his beliefs Then it's a disservice to you when anyone goes, well, he's Christian. Of course he hates gay people. Of course. When they say it so matter of factly, that means they think that shit about you too. Ain't that the truth? Regardless yeah. if it's fact or not. Right. When they say this thing, well, they're from the South, so of course they're racist. That means they think that about everybody from the South. It's mm-hmm. not just him.
1: Mm-mm. You know
2: what I mean? Everybody from, like, so it's kind of, uh, not really doing anybody a service when you just group him away. Like, when well, he's a redneck from the South, he's obviously uneducated. He's obviously, and he was basically trying to say like, no, I have my, my, uh, degree. Um, well, he didn't say he graduated, but, oh yeah, yeah, he did. I have my degree from a college, Louisiana tech. And, um, I'm still stupid. So that like, you just had to take it like that this week. I have been asked, is this the first time you're brought up sin? He recalled being a religious, uh, during the religious meeting. I said, are you kidding? I've been traveling to and fro spreading this message. Then he said, well, do you invite yourself to go and get your Bible and tell people what you now are sharing with us? I said, no, they are inviting me robertson added i love all men and women i am a lover of humanity not a hater he then led the group in prayer and shared i will not give or back off from my path because you conquered death father so we are not worried about all the repercussions the bearded television figure made no direct mention of a and e which placed robertson on hiatus for filming it from filming indefinitely the network told us weekly uh, us weekly um as previously reported the duck hunter sparked controversy Last week, we made several homophobic and racially charged remarks in an interview published January 2014 in, in, the, in the January issue of GQ, but they already released those excerpts. Um, after the network placed father of four on suspension, his family released a statement on their website in support of him. We have had a successful working relationship with A&E, but as a family, we cannot imagine the show going forward without our patriarch at the helm. We are in discussions with A&E to see what that means for the future of Duck Dynasty. Um... So, uh, yeah, it's just funny, you know, that, cause, cause people are like, uh, they need to cancel the show. They don't need to cancel the show. There's 33,000 comments on this article. Mhm. Yep. Like this shit is moving the needle all over the place. Um, I saw somebody on, uh, Bibb's Facebook page. Uh, he was talking about it and he basically said the same shit I've, I've been saying, which is you can say whatever the fuck you want. You cannot make you can't affect what other people think about you after you say it. That's right. And you can't make your job keep you employed if they do find that what you said is too inflammatory. You do not
3: have a constitutional right to a job.
2: Right. And, uh, some dude was saying like, and I, I think maybe this is a white thing. Like when, or not even white, like when you're not in a minority group, when you're not in a, um, when you're not in a disenfranchised group or mm-hmm. a marginalized group, group, I think you get the benefit Of being more open to stuff like this because there was a guy who was like well i don't think they should get rid of the show i don't think they should kick him off of it what i think they should do is maybe have a special where they bring in somebody from glad and they can sit down for an hour and discuss the issues and hash it out on tv and Mm. people can learn from that and they can learn from each other and see you know where everybody's coming from to which Mm. i was like you know and i I, because someone else's page i don't want to argue and shit i just was like well, number one, you'd have to get some black people from civil rights, uh, ever. Yeah, cause people skip over the black thing,
3: like, yeah. honestly, they act like he didn't say shit about black folks.
2: Yeah, and then two, I'm, and, and I feel like this vindicates me, and I didn't go back and, like, post this, this link and be like, told your ass, but he didn't say this because it was offhanded. He didn't say this because he hadn't thought about it. He's had 67 years to come to this conclusion. Mm-hmm. You're not going to change his mind after an hour. Mm -mm. It's not. Nothing's going to be accomplished. Right. People like him believe this and they think the Bible tells them to believe this and they think it's completely okay to go out and spread the word. He thinks he's doing the Lord's work. He's not. He's he's been. he, He is convicted like he is going to make sure that he even if he loses his show, he didn't give a fuck. Uh, Even if people don't like him, he didn't give a fuck. This is his belief system. So a couple hours with a gay dude ain't going to do nothing no, or with a gay not. woman. It's not, he's not going to walk away and go, Oh, I'm." Um, he doesn't, if you asked him, he wouldn't even believe he's homophobic after the shit he said.
3: That. And, 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 and like you say, when people say stuff like that, it's like words. So the company should keep him make their employees, their producers, everybody that work around them constantly feel uncomfortable And so basically what you're talking about, no repercussion to his actions. That's all you just want, no repercussions, because that is no repercussion to to the actions at all.
2: Right, well, there's this idea that somehow he would get it, because how can you not get it once someone talks to you? And it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you understand this thing out here in these streets called life. Motherfuckers don't want to get it. No, and they don't have to if they don't want to. They think they got it already. This man thinks he has an educated, informed opinion that is based in fact. He don't give a fuck about anything you have to say uh, about some sit down and talk about it. You think there's not gay employees that A and E has to deal with on a daily basis? He don't give a fuck. Nope. There's a ton of people like this in the world already that, you know, yes, they operate is. in and around you. Half of them are probably defending the guy on your Facebook page right now. These people don't give a fuck and they're not uninformed. They're not uneducated. Mm-mm. They simply don't care and they believe what they believe already mm-hmm. and there's not gonna be any level of conversation no, that's that is not. fruitful with these kind of people
3: Mm-mm, you so know don't waste your time just right. be like i fire you move on and everybody can move on with their lives like
2: that's that's it's kind of like that racism thing well i didn't say nigger well that's the new thing is like someone can be extremely homophobic and dismissive of you call you a terrorist you know you're a sinner you're the worst but i didn't call you a fag so i i'm not homophobic so you got to calm down you know and that's basically his stance and Mm -hmm. uh that's a lot of people's stances and it's not gonna change because you know it's not gonna change because people want to sit down and talk about it you know uh speaking of which cracker barrel who we talked about backing out pulling some duck dynasty items off the shelves Mm mm-hmm less than 48 hours after that um in the wake of his uh, Phil Robertson's take speech comments the southern country store and restaurant chain chain has reversed this decision there's another thing we talk about here the boycott culture shit right mm-hmm. i'm going to make sure that his restaurants get so and so i am going to make sure they lose money and they're going to have to stop supporting the show and they're going to have to he's going to lose his job cuz we're going after sponsors and i've been telling motherfuckers from day one and it's shit like this that i was afraid of um, the boycott culture ends up with this backlash mm-hmm. of people that spend money to support evil. Yes. So you end up with George Zimmerman selling a painting for a hundred thousand dollars. That's right? not even fucking Be- his. Because some people are just fucking evil, right? And they mm. just want to go out here and support this shit. Um racism spans. Right. Well, cracker barrel, same thing. They got a backlash when they said they were going to take the products off the shelves. I believe that. It was a basically a, it was a basically a half-ass agreement anyway. Cause it was like, we'll just take the stuff with his face and put it yeah, in the Yeah. Instead put of in taking sale.
3: everything off the shelves. Yeah, yeah. We just put
2: it on sale. Like they really weren't, it they weren't all the way in on this anyway. Mm-mm. So of course people were like, if you take this shit down, uh, we're going to be, uh, upset. And I'm not going to eat a Cracker Barrel. And apparently it was enough people that they said, uh, yeah, we take back our decision, change our position, posted it on Facebook, following a flurry of negative responses from customers and fans who show support for the patriarch of the Duck Dynasty family. Uh When we made the decision to remove and evaluate certain Duck Dynasty items, we offended many of our loyal customers. Our intent was to avoid offending, but that's just what we've done. The company wrote, you flat up told us we were wrong and we listened. People weren't shy they wrote called and took uh, to social media company spokesman, Jeff Eller told ABC news after the company's decision to go back on its original pledge to act selected products from its stores. The restaurant was the first major retailer to announce its stance on the Robertson scandal since his remarks went public. A statement posted on the company's Facebook page on Friday said Cracker Barrel's mission is pleasing people. We operate with the ideals of fairness, mutual respect and equal treatment of all people. These ideals are core to our corporate culture. Um, so yeah, they uh, they gave to put the stuff back on the shelves, probably because uh, you know the product make they probably could sell it for twice as much now.
3: Of course, and that and honestly, it just shows you who he's at Cracker Barrel.
2: Yeah, um, I mean for for real, for you to be
3: like we backing down, they're like, you know what? So many of y'all wanted it that we gave it to you, so it's like okay, you just well let, you actually, know, you know
2: what? Actually, Karen, um, I'll take you. I'll I'll go back and say I. It's not even who eats a Cracker Barrel, in my opinion. Right? Here's what I think. I think what it tells you is companies just don't want no problems. Companies, That's true too. Companies are not moral beings. They're no, not. They're not. Despite what you know, our Supreme Court, Court decided, says they're not people. Right? No, they're not. So, so I think what happens here is just they don't want no problems. Yeah. I don't think it was even so complex as oh. We 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 decided morally that we agree with him or disagree with him. It was, hey, man, we should take this down. It's good PR. It'll actually save us money because we won't be dealing with, you know, uh sponsoring this person anymore. And then so many people were like, fuck you. I can't believe you did this. You need to support him, blah, 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 blah. That they were like, OK, put it back up. We don't want no problems. That's it.
3: Okay. So. It's not, so it's not,
2: they don't give a fuck about his opinion. They don't give a fuck about anything except. They just
3: didn't want to deal with any backlash. What
2: gives us the less, the least amount of blowback. Issues. For this stance. And the stance that gives them the least amount of blowback is supporting this dude. True. So, I, I mean, I, I think people have a way of, like, they want to frame it like, uh, you know, the, the companies have a moral responsibility. Oh no. Morals don't make money. I, no. In fact, morals lose you money yeah and i think the and like i said been talking about for you know years it seems at this point that boycott culture shit is not what changes anything Mm-mm. you know what i mean it's not like getting uh cracker barrel to to like i said it it was and it, it's funny because i've watched it happen since i first thought about it but organizing people to be like we're gonna take down someone's sponsor makes it and, and then going we took it down So that makes me right. And that makes what we have, that makes uh, the moral good one here, right? We were able to win. Therefore, we, uh, we were right. We were correct because we were able to get this thing taken down. And I was like, that doesn't really make sense because in theory, someone could do the opposite the same mm-hmm. way that uh, i believe i can't remember the name of the show but it was like a reality show based around muslim people in america and people got it taken off the air because they were like to get these 9-11 terrorist jihad off my fucking tv and they start boycotting home depot home depot pulled their sponsorship of it and the show was taken down mm-hmm. um this this is kind of the same thing where now all of a sudden you've got people who are just as fucking bigoted, just as defensive of the idea that someone should be able to spew out negative things about race and hates and gays and all this shit. And everybody should have to take it. Everybody should sit back and go, yep, I agree. Or he has the right to say that and I can't say anything. And, you know, there's nothing should happen to him. And there's so many people that, that, that agree with that stance that, um, they become a force in their own and they, they got this, they got this fucking product back on the shelf. Yes, they do. The shit could have happened with Paula Dean. Like, I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner with someone else, but yeah, makes sense.
3: Yeah. Cause I, I, the thing with Paula Dean, I think that, um, I think the thing with Paula Dean is similar to this, but kind of different. I think with the cooking network, they like, hey, we we just want to separate. They separated quick and fast, and they severed ties. And they was like, if you want to make money, go make money on your own. Mm-hmm. They was like, we. They, they was literally like, we don't want any backlash from this.
2: Yeah, but even with her, like she said the N word, mm-hmm. uh, like a long time ago, and they just skipped over all the allegations in the report and all this stuff. But I'm just saying, even with her, there were people already lining up like we're gonna go support her her restaurant
3: yeah the line was outside
2: the door she sold she
3: sold um cruises they was like we they was like she sold them out they had to book like two and three more cruises that she does every year you
2: can monetize the hate as well as you can monetize the support people have been people have been organizing the hate and taking these people down like hey we think what you say is offensive and you gotta go and now people have finally caught on to it and said, you know, actually, I don't have to go. I, you know, I got just as many people that will support me in my ignorance even. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, then, then will support you to take me down. So fuck you. I'm right. That's true. Eddie. And I always said, do not, people will fall, I see it all the time. People fall into the trap of thinking they were right because no, they no got something right. to happen Justine sacco lost her job that doesn't make the internet right no that doesn't make twitter right Mm-mm. it makes it very powerful that we were all joking on her and uh mm-hmm. so, and the company took it but her company could have just as likely said uh we're just going to talk to her and do some interdisciplinary stuff and, and called it a day yeah and never brought it up again if they would have chosen to delete your hey delete your twitter uh delete the name and something else and uh yeah, just uh we'll, we'll take we'll talk about it later they could have done that if they wanted to. Yeah, they could have just as easily. A and E could just as easily be like, yeah, keep the show going. Um, people don't. People weren't that upset. I've always like. People, it was funny because people would be talking to me and they'd be trying to. And I don't think A and E is doing this out of morals. They're doing this out of a, a business decision, right? Yeah, I know. I'm black in America. I know how it works. You know what I mean. Nobody had no business has morals like that. You know no. what I mean, people people do shit because it's it's money involved and that's of all it, that's all that matters to it. Uh um, speaking of money being involved mm-hmm. and something else controversial, uh, I'm sure people are going to be up in arms about this, but, uh, there's a plus size Barbie on the modeling site and it sparks debate over body image. That's mm-hmm. right, guys. Somebody's taking the Barbie doll. I'm going to put the, uh, put it in the chat so you guys can kind of see the, uh, article for yourselves um and i'll see if i can put the actual picture in there and uh, you guys can look at that for yourselves too but um it's basically uh barbie and plus size barbie plus size barbie has a, some extra chins obviously see is a thicker gal a bit of a stomach there uh, Plus size models are, or any models above the super skinny norm for that matter, serve a dual purpose. They showcase plus size clothing for a growing market, and they also provide women with a more diverse range of bodies to look up to. So if we have plus size women modeling clothes, why not have plus size Barbie? That's the question posed recently by plussizemodeling.com on Facebook when the group posted an illustration of a plus size Barbie-like doll. Um... The image actually comes from an illustration in the worth 1000.com, a site where artists compete in daily creative competition. The Barbie image created by artist Bacalia won a 2011 contest for feeding time nine. Uh, but when posted last week by the plus size modeling.com, uh, the depiction of a Barbie with a double chin and curvier limbs sparked debate over 35,000 people have liked it, but many have taken issues with the doll's so-called extreme size. Uh, no one is naturally fat for God's sakes. That's sending the message to girls that it's okay to look like this and be unhealthy. Said one commenter, another noted, in my opinion, this is horrible. Maybe make her a little fuller, but in no way promote obesity, triple chins. Really? I'm a curvy girl, but some, well, come on, this is ridiculous. And it does have like triple chin, like it, like this Barbie is by no means, uh, even trying to go for, uh, like, just oh a like like what size. a lot of mo- what a lot of models do a lot of modeling companies be like we have plus size models and it's like a woman that's like a size five you know what i mean mm-hmm. like because normally it's a size zero yeah
3: so then she went with a size zero to a size 12 and my thing is yeah the triple chin i uh, yeah it's one of those things women well, looking at it go we're really
2: yeah we really I, gonna do this the triple chin i think is too much yes because i because like there is this like even if you were going to do plus size modeling or whatever, the people that take the pictures would not be like, all right, now lean down so we can make sure we get it at an angle where we can see a triple chin. Nobody would do that. You know what I mean? They would definitely make it. So it's like, okay, because everybody knows the, 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 uh, almost at this point cliche, the stereotype of big girl with the pretty face. You know how that mm-hmm. shit goes. You're so pretty yeah she got a pretty face though and like but like they it was no one takes this picture and puts it as their like avatar on on twitter no one like Mm-mm. like it almost seems like a joke picture and mm-hmm. the fact that it won a contest called feeding time nine like it really makes you wonder like what the fuck was feeding time nine to you know to to get these type of pictures um uh it, it says it's, it seems that it was why don't you please feed the uh so starving celebrities so i guess yes
3: it's- and, and and it's also it's very insulting to women that are heavier and i don't mean heavier as far as obese but just heavier sized women mm. because it's basically go if you look like this Kids, you're going to have triple chins to just be, and just be all over the place. You're like, no, that's not every woman either.
2: Yeah, it feels weird because in the same number four in this contest was Holly Berry as fat woman. So, it's like she has like chocolate on her face. So, maybe it's not, uh, the best place to get your picture. No, it's not. You know? Although I think the, the idea underneath it that started it is a great idea. Like, What's wrong with a doll that's plus size?
3: I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. The, like I said, the problem that I have is that I think that, uh, the way that, uh, the triple chins is an issue. Yeah. There's no problem with her being bigger. There's no right. problem with her being wider, thicker legs, thicker thighs. And it's one of those things too, where it kind of goes against the standard of every, uh, Barbie doll needs to be a size two.
2: Mm-hmm. And I don't like that, you know, the Ken doll that comes with this is a skinny black dude. Like that doesn't make any sense. Ah! Why, why are they doing that?
3: That, Oh, so Ken not, Ken not plus size?
2: Yeah, he drives a Cadillac. He's a skinny black dude. I don't, I don't understand what's going on with that. Um, you know, and like, are they going to have like a Barbie chocolate bar or some shit? Like I don't think the point is that she's fat. Like it, like the, I would believe that in order to really, uh, get, get a, like a, um uh, more positive approach to it it would just be a thicker barbie that's all and that's the difference you know what i mean that's it like it's no thicker barbie but now barbie has to drive an suv because you guys know you know like a uh, thicker barbie but um now barbie uh definitely can't take any flights out of town without buying two seats like That I don't think that's what people are advocating. Um, I don't think so either. But I don't, I don't, I don't know that. I mean, plus, you know, let's be honest. Skinny Barbie has so, such, um, unrealistic dimensions in the first place. Come on now. It's not like that was healthy and then this became like worse, right? I don't know. Toys are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) If I had kids, I wouldn't let them have toys. Um, Jennifer Lawrence beat Molly Cyrus. Uh, for the top enterf- entertainer. The battle of the AP Entertainer of the Year came down to the Girl on Fire and the Queen of Twerk, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence edged out Molly Cyrus by one vote in the Associated Press's annual survey wow. of his newspaper and broadcast members and subscribers for Entertainer of the Year. Man, Molly almost won Entertainer of the Year. For the AP, which is like everywhere, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Cause she been everywhere and on everything. There were seventy ballots submitted by U.S. editors, news directors. Voters were asked to consider who had the most influence on entertainment and culture in 2013. Lawrence won by 15 votes. Cyrus had what? Lawrence won 15. Cyrus had 14. Netflix was third with 13 for altering the TV landscape with its on-demand format and hit original series. How the fuck can a company compete with two people? Seems I odd. I
3: guess I just think it's the top
2: stories. Mm-hmm. I guess. What else was nominated, you know? People, companies, were animals nominated? Apparently so. The honey badger came in fourth with 12 votes. <laughs> but uh But, yeah, so I just thought that was funny that Jennifer, that, I, I think it's funny that Miley Cyrus is even in the debate for the Entertainer of the Year. I had no idea um it's just like her whole thing the only thing i I guess is because the people i follow on twitter and the people i know the only thing i know about her is appropriating black culture because that's all people talk about Mm -hmm. so you know and every time i've looked at her on tv i've just been like gross Ah! i mean she she looks like a little boy like she Mm
4: doesn't
2: you know just it's not her fault Mm -hmm. but she has a very like
3: straight body
2: yeah wayfish body and then the idea of like let me get out here and twerk and not have no ass like so it had a huge turn off to me you know so I have not been keeping up with how famous she was so. mm. but uh you know anyway Jennifer Lawrence won Cleveland hero Charles Ramsey got a book deal cool yeah another you know man famous for we ate ribs with this dude this dude and mm. all that stuff mm. put big downs on the map put that big mac down to help three women who were held captive in Cleveland mhm Um, for over a decade, Charles Ramsey signed a book deal with Cleveland publisher David Gray and Co. on Thursday. Amanda Barry, Gina DeJesus, and Michelle Knight and Barry's six-year-old daughter escaped to freedom May 6th. Collaborating as Ramsey's co-author will be freelance writer Randy Nyerges. Nyerges? Okay. The former U.S. state, uh, the U.S. Senate speech (laughs) rights. Wait, the former U.S. Senate staff speechwriter co-wrote Day of the Dog, which former Cleveland Browns defensive back, Hanford Dixon. uh, So, all right, good for him, man. Good to see you got a book deal. Uh, I wonder what it's going to sound like, what it's going to be like. Uh, He was a pretty entertaining guy in those interviews, so hopefully he's got some good stuff to say. Uh, I would love to get the audio book of that. Yeah, last time I heard, he was, uh, yeah, he has to do audio. Come on now. He has to do audio himself. No, he can't bring in. No, no. He got to do the yeah, audio. He got to do it. He can't be bringing in Morgan Freeman or some shit like that. I, I would definitely get the damn audio of that yeah. book. Although, if he did bring in Morgan Freeman, I'd probably get a steal. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. We went down this nigga's house. Oh, it'd be epic. <laughs> we ate ribs with the dude. Uh, Ramsey and Nayerges, uh, started work on the book early this month. David Gray. Ramsey, who had been working as a dishwasher, is devoted, devoting full time to the project. Charles, uh, says outrageous, uh, things, but that's a story he has. But what a story he has. America doesn't yet know yet how truly brilliant this guy is. Yeah, I remember they were going into his past anyway, talking mm-hmm. about, you know, he had domestic violence in his past, he went to jail, mm-hmm. he was supposed to be a dead, uh, deadbeat father. Dead. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what the title's going to be. I'm assuming something like Dead Giveaway.
3: Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I, would, I would buy that shit too. Yeah.
2: Uh, maybe uh, something. Uh, we Ain't Reals with the Dude. Uh, autobiography.
3: Oh, that'd be,
2: that would be the best title ever. Yeah. But uh, I, I he either needs to do it or Morgan Freeman got to do the narration because uh, I'm 100% on yeah. board let, with it.
3: Let me know when this book is finished. I'm supporting this dude.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was born in Cleveland. <laughs>
3: uh, I had the corner of my eye, I, I heard something. I was like, I'm not taking my ass over
2: there. <laughs> uh, two Pussy Riot members were released from prison.
3: I heard about this and, um, I, I don't know if one of them or both of them was, I think one of them was saying that she think that it was a publicity um uh, stunt by the uh president over mm-hmm. there just to get people off his ass about them.
2: Yeah, well the Olympics are being held in, in Russia this year. Or next year I think. Um part of the thing is uh and I this is another thing that people won't be giving Obama props for, but he sent over a lot uh some gay athletes as representatives for the United States. And I feel like it embarrassed Vladimir Putin it embarrassed um the uh the Russia and they were like we look so bad right now on the global scale for our uh record on oppressing gay people but we want um, that we, want we now have to, that we are going to let these people go even if it's completely shallow and for nothing other than um to make us look bad i mean make us look better
3: And they've been saying, I've heard on NPR, that they've been having uh, issues with how they've been um, setting up for the Olympics. Mm -hmm. They were saying that uh, uh, there's this group over there that's been covering the companies that's been doing, like, the work for the Olympics, been, like, building and all that stuff. And they were saying that a lady had posted on um, Facebook that her house had been um, destroyed. Mm -hmm. And they actually went and interviewed the lady, and she actually showed them the lady had, like, a, like a two-story house and um she went over the foundation with them and showed her pictures and shit like that and they actually went went back to the government was like hey y'all out here tearing people homes down and taking their property and talk about this is their stuff and going in and raiding and shit like that she was like y'all can't do this Mm -hmm. and um like you say it's one of those things where a lot of times we take for granted here in our country the the stuff that we can do compared to other countries
2: yeah, I mean they lock people up for being gay or being anti-government. Mm-hmm. Uh he also let a lot of other political prisoners go uh in these cases that, you know, people were obviously pol- they were like this politically motivated. But it's it's very much like spring cleaning, it's very much like cleaning your dorm room before your parents come over. Mm-hmm. The whole world is coming over to Russia's house and now they're trying to get it clean a little yeah, bit. Yeah, cuz
3: they was like we don't want people out here protesting on on national television while we're trying to celebrate the Olympics.
2: Yeah uh macy's has a black santa they do Mm-hmm. they have a black santa so you can go to 34th street macy's and uh you can find him but he's hidden away and you have to ask the elf for the special santa in order to gain access to him <gasps> because the white santa of course is up front and they don't want to let the kids know that there's not a real santa by showing that there's four different santas right because you can't walk up. Hey, there's a black Santa, Asian Santa, uh, Middle Eastern Santa, Latino Santa. Wait a minute, is Santa real? <laughs> why is there so many different Santas? Why can't Why can't they all be real? Because motherfuckers have chosen to tell this lot of their kids. So of course they can't all be real.
3: Mm, yeah, that's what. are. that's why I'm glad I ain't got no kids. Because I would fuck that. No Santa ain't real, baby. No.
2: No, you got a lot of your kids. People, Mm-mm. listen. Don't we listen. wouldn't even have this debate don't listen mm-hmm. to these karen don't listen to these other people that be honest with your kids all the time telling the truth all the time that's bullshit lie to your fucking kids here's why you got a lot of your mm-hmm. kids because the world is going to lie to your kids and the first lie that they figure out should be santa claus it's a harmless lie mm-hmm. and it teaches you you can't trust anybody not even your parents mm-hmm. Then you
3: have these fucking stupid ass debates about the 15 santa claus nope
2: um uh, so they they'll 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 be like i can't even trust my parents in this world Mm -hmm. And they start realizing from that point, like, okay, all right. So when I Mm -hmm. people are making shit up all the time, people are lying to you all the time because they want to manipulate and control you. I'm going to be one of those people that looks into things. I'm going to be one of those people that examines the reason for things. I'm not going to be like these people that go. It's the Duck Dynasty, dude. And I defend his right to say whatever he wants. You're not going to be that kind of person okay you're, not, not you're gonna be able to get to the foundation because
3: they gon' they go know the truth and it's the parents who 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 get more outraged about the fake tits and shit than the kids the kids give a fuck just to give them toys yeah that's all they care about
2: exactly i was that's who's really upset about this the kids don't care i No. i was on uh josh homer's facebook page and he was talking about his kid his son believing in Santa and, and stuff he said he doesn't want him to believe in Santa so he just tells him the truth or whatever and i said that's that's bullshit. You need to lie to your kid. As a person without kids, I know better than you. Um, You need to lie to him so that he can one day see through it. And he said, no, because I want him to always trust me and know that I'll tell him the truth. And I said, bullshit, you're doing it because of selfishness. You just want to use that as collateral later. You're just building up all this trust while he's young and stupid and impressionable. Collateral. And then one point. day, because then one day he's gonna make some lie up, and the kid's not even gonna be expecting it because dad's always told him the truth. And it's gonna be some lie like, "Son, you can't marry a white woman because uh they can't use comb, can't bring them home or something." Like it won't. <laughs> it, it might not be racism, but it, it'll be something that he don't want him to do. Like. Oh, you know the first time you have sex, it hurts real bad. So don't do it. This
3: is why we don't have kids. Because I just, Mm -hmm. I just know the 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 truth. Because we, we ain't gonna be having this. Can Santa be gay? Can Santa be bisexual? No, we ain't gonna be having all these debates. Santa ain't real.
2: I want to just open up a store uh, to fuck up Santa for everybody. Like if I could do, have one. Like if I won the lottery, I would completely destroy the myth of Santa Claus in America. That would be my number one goal and I would have Santa doing all kinds of inappropriate bullshit. Like two centers making out a black one and an Asian one. I'd be like, look, <laughs> look, kids, look into the screen. It's all a game. Your parents are lying to you. This and is how I, the elves were born. Yeah. I just have a commercial that comes on during the middle of cartoons. of just like two, two Santas of different races, like killing people or something. And people be like What? Santa not killed, and I'll be like, see kids, it's all a lie. You know? Kids traumatized. Nope, just tell them the truth. Me shooting a Santa, I just killed him. You ain't getting no toys. Or are you? If you get toys, then you know that Santa is a bullshit lie, and your parents bought those toys. <laughs> That's all I would do. Um, a grieving Italian dad turned his dead son into a diamond. How much is his son worth then? His son died in a car crash. Had to be exhumed, so they, uh, so he could be cremated, cremated, and sent to Switzerland to be compressed into a remembrance diamond. I believe we talked about this on the show a long time ago, but yeah, you can take diamonds, put them under a lot of, I mean, the ashes of your son and stuff, put it under a lot of pressure, and make it into a diamond. What I think would be funny is if, um, they're really just buying a diamond, and then they just take the remains of your son, throw it in the trash, and then just mail you a diamond. <laughs>
3: I guarantee you that's what's happening.
4: Yeah.
2: They probably don't even have a diamond making machine. they just like, here's a diamond nigga. Just $18,000. Yeah. That's how much it can cost up to $18,000. 18000 that. Yeah. I, I would do. I, hey, by the fact, anybody in the blackout tips nation, you have a dead body. You want to send me, I will turn it into a diamond for $25,000. You uh just send me the dead body. I will send you a thousand, a thousand dollar diamond and uh transaction complete. Okay guys. So, uh, I uh just bought some new diamond making technology. And uh listen to him. I can uh definitely make it. It's very easy. Uh it'll the diamond will even come in the ring. Uh the box may say that is from um Jared's, but you don't pay attention to that. Okay? That's just where I get my placement settings. You guys uh send in all the dead bodies and twenty five thousand cash up front. Yeah. And uh we'll take care of it for you. All right, guys? So you're welcome. Just know he went to Jared. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there'll be black diamonds because most of you guys are black people. Here's a, <laughs> here's an asshole. Chaz Stevens, the atheist responsible for erecting a festivist pole made of beer cans in Florida capital, is now threatening to sue the town of Deerfield Beach for displaying a nativity scene, according to a video he posted on YouTube. People don't fucking learn, Stevens says in the video, <laughs> which shows the Deerfield Beach uh, native scene. Told you I was going to sue steven mocks the scene in the video slamming the baby fucking jesus and saying it looks like somebody stuck their middle finger up the little baby's ass he also mocks the figure of the virgin mary and the accuracy of the nativity scene steven said his fight to have the festivist pole placed near nativity scenes is the most ridiculous thing i could come up with this is about the separation of church and state steven said but stevens isn't the only one protesting nativity scenes and in addition to festivist polls, both Florida and Wisconsin capitals also have tributes to Flying Spaghetti Monster on the, this display. See uh, video, um, and which contains graphic language, which is like a minute long, uh, but I'll, I'll go ahead and see if I can play some. It's just him out in the street. it now. It's panning over to the park. Fire station. Mm -hmm. All right, man. Let's get to the.
0: Just crazy. We got some form of something. And
2: they got a dinosaur. They got Snoopy on a mailbox. Snoopy. Okay.
0: Pinwheels. And the baby fucking Jesus. Oh, and an angel. How fucking clever is that? Goddamn fucking angel. Jesus H Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ, look at Somebody stuck their finger up the little baby's ass. Look at this. How is she convincing him that I'm a virgin? Huh. You know, the wise men never happened in the story, right? Jesus Christ. You people don't fucking learn. Thought you I was going to sue. Stupid. Shit. Oh, and there's our little deer. Why don't we do something about this deer? It looks like he's got... Fucking herpes.
2: Yeah, so, um, here's the thing. This dude's an asshole. Yes, he is. Like, just because you're an atheist does not mean that you have to be a dick about it. He's an ass. You know, and also, like, this display seems pretty inviting of different because it um, has a little bit of everything out there yeah it's not like the display is only this one thing Mm-mm. it feels like his whole purpose was to get that taken down like he yes, doesn't care about the other the shit stuff at all he just doesn't want anybody to be able to celebrate anything dealing with christianity um at this park um it's very very weird and crazy man this what an asshole anyway um Red Lobster. Now I hope everybody's sitting down. They face an uncertain future. They're talking about Red Lobsters might close.
3: Oh, snap. We're well, we going to go for the Cheddar Biscuits.
2: Karen, you know we don't go to Red Lobster. <laughs> That's where the Negroes go to eat.
3: I like the Cheddar Biscuits now.
2: When's the last time you had Red Lobster Cheddar Biscuits? It's been a while
3: because Red Lobster not convenient for me. But when I do mm-hmm. go, I eat the Cheddar Biscuits.
2: Yeah, let me guess. You love Red Lobster
3: no i'm not gonna say that Mm. okay
2: okay thank god no uh i don't need for a person that doesn't believe in christmas you in santa claus you sure will lie about loving some stuff (laughs) Ah! that we don't ever do In a move sure to set the culinary world and classy guys everywhere really darden has announced that it will either sell or spin off its red lobster restaurants Adding to the devastation, the company, which also runs Olive Garden and other fine dining establishments, said it will suspend the Those opening fine of dining establishments. I believe it's a little tongue in cheek there, care
3: Yeah, about to say because Olive Garden is a uh, fast
2: food Italian. It said it will suspend the opening of the new Olive Garden locations and slow down new locations for Longhorn Steakhouses. Wow, these guys are nothing but fine cuisine. Because Darden isn't doing so good, it seems the consumers are turning their noses up at the hoity-toity sit-down places like Red Lobster and Olive Garden these days in favor of cheaper chains like Chipotle. Darden is one of the largest companies in the casual dining industry with a market value of $6.7 billion, but its core chains have had stagnant growth. I always wondered who at these places.
3: Yeah, and the thing is like, it's almost like they were putting them in places almost just to put them in places a lot of times and i think they put them in places and folks is like why am i spending you know 14 15 to eat you know because i i like chipotle
2: but 14 15 ain't that expensive
3: i mean i mean it's not that expensive but it's one of those things where people would say, like to say they'd rather go to other places to eat because honestly if you talk about fine
2: dining they're not fine dining yeah, what's weird to me is is just that every time i've ever gone by these places the reason i don't eat is because there's always a line yes so i'm surprised that they are not doing good and it might just be here but apparently
3: they probably got them got some locations that ain't popping
2: i guess so but i never thought it was worth the time i've like every time i go to red lobster or something it's always like okay so it'll be a 20 minute wait and i'm like 20 minutes for this shit bye I no no. There's got to be something better up the street.
3: No, if I'm waiting... Shit, if I'm waiting 20 minutes, it better be worth my time, not
2: that. Same thing with Olive Garden, you know? At yeah. least Red Lobster seemed like a place you can make money because Red Lobster is always like... You get way less food than you deserve, in my opinion, which is another reason I would never eat that.
3: Yes, and over the years, they've actually make their portion smaller behind the right. prices.
2: No thank you. It's like the shrimp of shrimp. You know, like the shrimps are even shrimp smaller than regular shrimp. Yes. So I've just never supported them. Like I remember I ordered something that I was like say a seventeen dollar plate and I'm like, cool. And you get there and there's like four shrimp on it. And you're like, I don't think this is worth seventeen dollars.
3: That that and I did we go to Olive Garden one time. We was in
2: Fedville. That well, sh- Olive Garden I can see why they would go out of business. Their business model was fucking stupid. Oh. It's ten dollars for a never-ending bowl of pasta it's like yeah that's not that y'all how are y'all even making money on that deal that and the shit ain't got no it's bland yeah it had no flavor it at was all you like niggas y'all use no salt
3: no pepper no oregano what what, what did y'all do just boil the water and, and give it to me i don't understand this is terrible
2: these are the kind of places i leave and grab like taco bell on the way home
3: because i'm angry yeah i would be like
2: why would i waste my money in this piece of shit place so i'm surprised people but you know negroes do worship it uh for after hours uh you know for that uh that that uh (laughs) um happy hour specials and shit like that i just never went i just mm -mm, no thanks red like red lobster was not the i'm doing good let me take my girl to red lobster move for me you know it's had to be a Ah! many, many better spots than this a lot um so uh yeah. <sighs> Sad day for a lot of, uh, a lot of people taking, uh, taking people out on dates and now they won't be able to. They ain't got the
3: prom spot.
2: Yeah, for a lot of people. In a bizarre twist of events, a woman in Tororo district, in a, in Tororo district caused the death of her husband when she gave him a meal she had prepared together with a local herb she was convinced was a love potion. Mitchell and Wano thought her love life her first name is mitchell thought her uh thought her love life would automatically blossom after her husband takes the love meal, but she was shattered to see her plot take a fatal direction her husband davis Equal, is this even real forty <laughs> I, I can't believe it's hard complained of, complained of severe abdominal pain after consuming just a small portion of the concocted meal unfortunately. The former resident of Angolo, Angololo? Angololo. Okay, Angolo. Anyway, uh, in Coapa sub county, died on his way to a hospital that day. It's like, oh, I'll put some love potion in this for you because I love you so much.
3: loved him to death.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe she can get him turned into one of them diamonds. Yeah. That's
3: her gold and then cash
2: him in. you right, cash his ass in. Mhm. looking oh man me, damn. Oh, this is so authentic yeah hey is that uh a, a new diamond necklace Oh, this say nothing but uh davis girl you know damn you looking fly in your husband <laughs> you you are blinking what is your husband like 4k or something how many carrots is your husband look at the clarity on this motherfucker what was yeah, yeah. he must have been eating healthy as shit look at the clarity on your husband of course i was feeding him every day mm-hmm uh but yeah apparently uh she's under uh another woman is under custody for causing the death of the man because she's the one sold the shit um but uh yeah man she confessed to police that she had indeed obtained herbs from uh this uh this third lady who was convinced that it would make a successful love cocktail
3: i know that Jose but bitch i sold it to you i know you gonna kill
2: him yeah i said uh, a dash This is clearly a handful Uh, awkward convinced me to mix it for my husband in a meal as it would enhance his love for me admitted the widow during investigation. Now here's what I think. I think she killed him on purpose. Right. And I think this is the perfect alibi. Mm -hmm. I believe she killed this man uh, on purpose. And the only person that can, that can figure it out is Jill Scott. We need to bring her show back on HBO. We need to bring it back. Y'all. That was my show, Ladies Detective Agency. That uh, she would have been to the bottom of this in no time.
3: Oh, I missed that show. I hate they took that show off the air.
2: Mm-hmm. You know you ain't watched that show. I th-
3: me and you watched that show together. What are you talking about?
2: Mm-hmm. We did. Name what happened in one episode. Exactly. Washington. Well, give me t- hmm? Washington lawmaker uh, calls Arizona. You w-
3: want me to answer the question?
2: I'm just joking. I, okay. know, I know you watched it. I'm about I, to say. I'm just messing with you, baby. I'm just messing with you. I'm about to say, I'm on top of that one. Now, the other shit, you you know, you was probably right. <laughs> Washington lawmaker calls Arizona a racist wasteland. A ah. Washington state lawmaker said Sunday he was just engaging in some sports trash talk where he called the state of Arizona a racist wasteland. <laughs> Democratic Republic, uh sorry, Democratic Representative Joe Fitzgibbon Made his harsh comment via Twitter after a Seahawks loss to the Arizona Cardinals. Fitzgibbon later deleted his message and said in the interview that people were taking his trash talk a little too seriously. If folks are going to take that too seriously, then I'm sorry about that. (laughs) That's That's one of my top five favorite apologies ever now. If you're going to take it serious, then I guess I'm sorry that, that you're you taking it serious. Not, not because
3: I'm sorry that you're offended or whatever. Yeah, I'm know. not
2: legitimately, genuinely sorry for anything that I did. I but, why, why, what, why should I be? Yeah, but I'm very sorry that you took it seriously enough to be upset mm-hmm. by what I just did. So, you know, very, very sorry to hear that you guys uh, don't know how to take a fucking joke. Uh, you know apparently uh but yeah that 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 is uh that's awesome that's a great apology um also uh yeah you might have took it a little too far bro can we say that yes we can you might took a little too far um kim jong-un who has uh been ordering executions left and right i mean this guy Fucking he killed his uncle, didn't he? Killed his ex-girlfriend. In front of her family. Some of her band members and shit.
3: Yeah, I mean, in front of their family and didn't have their family exiled. And yeah.
2: Well, apparently there's reports that he gets very drunk when he orders executions. Uh His recent execution of two A's close to his uncle. Uh He just ordered that and he, he got very drunk. This has to be the scariest country to live in the pro the the president the emperor the whatever the fuck he is gets yeah. a little drunk, drunk and next thing you know your ass dead you know what i mean like that's like you got to put water in all the alcohol bottles in his house you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen
3: yeah it gotta be the scariest shit yeah ever. let me and get another why,
2: shot that's why everybody nervous
3: because they was like man this motherfucker but like, you know what send up to dukes fuck him
2: yeah let me get another shot and then somebody gonna get shot. Ha <laughs> ha, my right dog. Pastor Cavassier, we getting a party tonight.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around Dennis Rodman. We gonna ship Dennis Rodman back dead.
2: The leader's uncle who was removed from power and killed as part of a recent high-profile prof- purge was the head of the ruling Workers' Party Administrative Department. Um Wow, according to the Japanese newspaper, Yamuri Shambun, the pair questioned and ordered... From the dictator to hand over control of a business to the military. The source told the newspaper Kim was upset when, when he, they said they needed to check with their director, Jang, first. It's like, we gotta check with our boss first. He's like, check with your boss. You know what? I need a drink. I just yeah. need a drink. That's what this is. His close aides, first deputy director, Ri Voyong Ha and another deputy, Jang Su Gil, were among the first prominent figures to be executed in late November. According to Yamuri's source, Kim was very drunk when he ordered they be killed. How can this paper even report this? Oh, it's a Japanese paper. Okay. I was reading. I was like. uh,
3: Yeah, Japanese paper. Like, you know what? We sent spies. This is what the information they came back with. Because, you know, it's like lights out. over there.
2: We don't live there. We don't like them.
3: Mm -mm. The paper
2: said that it was intelligence from the first two deaths that made the South Korean government aware of Jang's own execution was inevitable those who were close to the two a's were surprised by the execution and made phone calls to their friends living abroad and the south korean government spied to see wiretap their phone conversations the newspaper said in all at least eight people from jang's circle were executed in the purge alongside the director himself meanwhile south korea online media outlet daily mk said it had reports that north korean defectors were uh that family and friends of jang had been arrested in the days after his death and according to the country's system of guilt by association, that's a thing. That's a thing in that country. And we kill somebody, and you knew him, So death for you. How far does that go? Very far. I mean, I, what I the would fuck? Be, I'd be unfriending people on Facebook so fucking fast. Wow.
3: And for the fact that they made, you know, the person that probably wrote this article probably was one of the people that got the phone call. Right. And then it was like, uh, where my dog dead? I'm
2: publishing this. Fuck you. Maybe. I don't know. I, I just think if I got the news, like, hey, they killed Mr. Moody. Unfriend, I'm unfriend. I'm unfriend I'm everybody. Bye. I have nothing to do with these people. Please don't kill me.
3: Yeah. And motherfuckers over here talking about, um, freedom,
2: they they got right. no
3: free, no, no freedom of speech.
2: Right. Can you imagine if Duck Dynasty was over there, man, he'd be dead as shit, man. One beer in. And... Yeah,
3: over there, you can't say shit against the government. You can't say shit about laws, policies, procedures, rules, anything. They'll come burn you and your family down. But yet, you got these these uh stupid-ass people over here talking about rights and shit like that. We have more rights here in our country than other people would dream to have.
2: Give me a trial, is all I'm saying. I don't want to be... I, if I let a jury of my peers convict me, I don't want just one dude sitting around like, you know, you know, you know what? Uh, I never, what's what's his name? What's his, I never liked that Rod motherfucker. Kill him and his family.
3: Everybody, and the ones you don't kill, have him an exile.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And what was that girl, that girl I was dating
2: Back mm-hmm. That bitch. That bitch gotta go. She gotta go. Kill her and kill her husband too. Yeah, you know she wouldn't give me no pussy one time. Fuck that. Yeah, everybody
3: did. Everybody did. Uh, Remember that restaurant I went to, they gave me that bad service. Killed the chef, the shoe chef, and everybody. And their families too.
2: Yep. Bourbon and shit. Kill everybody. Yeah. Fuck them. Uh kill I've seen three of them kill the one in the middle. <laughs> Give a fuck. Who made me this Raymond? Fuck you. Kill you too. Walking around with no shirt on and shit. This Hollywood court Kim Jong Il, bitch. No. Kim Jong Un. Socks up to my knees. Walking around
3: in my drawers.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Bring Dennis Rodman's ass in here. I'm killing some motherfuckers. He want to be here for this.
3: Somebody got to die.
2: Tell me how my country is the greatest and and we the best ever and uh, you hate America. Say it again. Do it now. Or I'll kill your ass too.
3: I'm trying to, man. One
2: day Dennis going to
3: go over there and Dennis Robin ain't going to come back one day.
2: Yeah, Dennis left. Didn't say if he met with the leader or not. Um, so.
3: Yeah, when they be like, Dennis Robin, uh, we ain't hear from Dennis Robin in 18 months. I know that nigga dead.
2: Mm hmm. Uh, you know we've been covering them, so we got to keep it going. This one's by AJ Williams, Chronicle mm-hmm. Web ever, uh, Editor at Micro. Wait, Mike. MI Chronicle Online. Please have a seat, Beyonce Think Pieces. This is grown woman music.
3: Mm. <laughs> Two snaps.
2: Let the Think Piece and begin. <laughs> ah! so, this is like an inception of a Think Piece. This is a Think Piece on the Think Pieces. Mm-hmm. The world, just like myself, was taken into a music and PR frenzy when Beyonce dropped her new album last week without any prior publicity or notification and sold over 800,000 digital only copies worldwide on iTunes, thereby breaking the industry mode of normal promotional tours and making PR executives nervous on this becoming a normal trend. There is much that can be said about the method behind the madness, but the body of work that she has produced is what has captured me the most. I've been a Beyonce fan since destiny child and fell crazy in love pun intended when she began to grace the stage as a solo entertainer. However, however, through the years, as I grew into a grown woman, into being a grown woman, I lost my connection with B and began to connect back to artists like Jill Scott, Mary J. Not because I'm getting away from the more pop R and B, but because I could not connect to Beyonce. Her music did not heal, inspire or relate. And without, the release of, and with the release of I, I am, am Sasha, Sasha Fierce. Fierce, I was officially off the Beyonce fan wagon. I
3: didn't care for that too much for that one either.
2: And I feel like a lot of people uh, had that same opinion. Now enters Beyonce, her self-titled fifth album, where B finally addresses all the critics and naysayers, including myself, and connects to the raw, seductive, personal side of being a woman and a woman in love. With joy, I purchased the album and felt that B had arrived to where I was currently in my life, being a grown woman. Well, all the hype and praise has not been positive, And I know you can't please everyone. However, the oversaturated releases of Beyonce think pieces are nauseating to me. Mm-hmm. First, she is not revealing enough. Now it's too much. One particular broad brought me to even write this piece, a blog on Huffington Post, where the author states, my God, this is if she's turned the clock back 50 years in one moment. Yeah, I remember that one. That's the how did she go from Beyonce to anime. We had to cover that one on another show. Oh, Lord. Yeah, they really took one line from that Jay-Z shit and completely misinterpreted it and wrote 17 think pieces on it. It's amazing. Come on. One line. This statement was in reference to a track titled Drunk in Love with Beyonce and Jay-Z, where Jay-Z states, I've been drinking, I get so filthy, eat the cake anime. Now I can understand that a typical reference to Ike Turner is not normally viewed in a light in a good light. However, as a friend of mine stated, it's just music people. And if you listen to the whole track, it's a moving, seductive use of wordplay. Um, However, the credit be with settling setting the women's movement back fifty years is a bit much, yes, if, if anything, she's waiting to the perfect time of being married to decide to show how a woman drunk in love could be with her should be with her man, open raw, raunchy and real. I feel this so much that I think I will include a copy of this album, in every upcoming bridal shower gift I will give in the future. whoa,
3: uh, you know, and I don't but and she brought up a good point mm-hmm. uh a lot of uh songs when it honestly when it comes to being drunk. It's rarely targeted towards married couples. I didn't even really thought about that. Most of the time getting drunk and getting smashed and shit like that and having sex it's normally I'm single. I'm out here trying to smash on a guy. I'm trying to smash on a girl, you know, but she's like, Hey, I'm married. I get drunk with my husband and we fuck.
2: Yeah. Um, friend of the show, uh, Feminista Jones wrote a part, a piece about, um, how, you know, some people were turning this into like, the reason that this is good is because she's married. And once you get married, you can go all out sexually. And, you know, that's why, you know, the album means so much to them. And she was kind of saying like, well, you know, you shouldn't let that be necessarily the only determining factor. While yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. That's true. That should not be like considered a quote unquote, the good value. And then everybody else is by, I guess by association bad because they didn't wait or they didn't do it. the way that true. They did it but um yeah i like i enjoy the power of it because to be quite honest her point that she's making with the with uh you know songs like drunken love it is not really made enough like honestly especially in black music it's not really made enough and in pop music it's not really made enough Where somebody like i'm in a committed relationship i'm in love with this person i'm married to this person this is my husband or whatever and i must keep my sex life uh picante and um you know, I, I'm not going to be ashamed of it. I'm not going to not talk about it because it it makes people feel uncomfortable. And I, I, you know, I, I think that doesn't happen enough and I'm glad that she did. Um, so, uh, and I love that. She's like, I'm going to kill you the copy with every bridal shower gift I will give in the future. Listen, if these going to be some black bridal showers, that's just an extra copy. That's a copy for the car because <laughs> yeah, they, they. they got a copy. Yeah, they do. You know what I'm saying? The embrace of sexuality and freedom that is expressed on her track. Flawless shows that not only are women equal and girl power reigns supreme, but we are sexually loving beings. This album is not just a love letter to Jay-Z, but embodies a love letter that all grown women should embrace and implement as, uh, as actions in their lives from all the grown women in the world. Well done, Beyonce. Well done. And uh, she has a link to Beyonce's flawless in here. Well, thank you, AJ. Uh This, I think this is our first positive think piece. Now, uh, no, second, second, second one, yeah. Seems like we're doing one good, one bad lately. Uh, well, it's time for games, guys. I know you guys don't give a fuck about any of the shit we just talking about. Mm-hmm. So let's just get to what you're here for. Obviously, you guys want to play, uh, uh, some guest of race and some, uh, fucking with black people. So I guess we'll just get it over with. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people. And today's fucking with black people comes from the GLP congressional, uh, GLP congressional candidate, a Republican congressional candidate in Illinois, puts Duck Dynasty's patriarch Phil Robertson on par with Rosa Parks. <laughs> In a fundraising email to supporters, Ian Bain, who was running for in the Republican primary to challenge Representative uh Bill Foster, who's a Democrat, in the eleventh district, compared Robinson to Rosa Parks. The fundraising email began. Today Ian Bain called Phil Robinson, star of the A and E series Duck Dynasty, the Rosa Parks of our generation. Robertson has been in national headlines lately for writing about the sin of homosexuality in an interview with GQ. In that same interview, Robertson also discussed the welfare of African-Americans in the era of Jim Crow. He said that during that that time, blacks were carefree and essentially didn't experience any mistreatment. In December 1955, Rosa Parks took a stand against an unjust societal persecution of black people. In December 2013, Robertson took a stand against the persecution of Christians. What Parks did was courageous being out in the email that what Robertson did was courageous too. Uh so yeah, um I would give this a 100. You're invoking obviously a extremely uh important civil rights figure. Yes. Uh you're equating the literal oppression of black people, the second-hand citizenry of black mm-hmm. people to christianity in america which is pretty much the official religion of america yes it is uh definitely the god that's on the money when we talk about it Mm -hmm. but somehow they're being oppressed because they're not allowed to say that gay people are on par with terrorists and bestiality somehow that's oppression uh so and, and and i love that not allowed as in you can say it, but people will be upset means not allowed.
3: Do people not know what not allowed mean? Do people not know that blacks were not allowed to go into the front of restaurants?
2: Right. You like, were
3: not allowed to Rosa
2: Parks went to jail. This nigga just went home. You know what I yeah, mean? And <laughs> lost
3: and lost the second job.
2: Right. His second source of income. This man who's already rich from this duck shit, uh, who didn't couldn't could not could, did not even need T V. Mm.
3: He was doing just fine.
2: Because remember when Rosa Parks lost a TV show? That was a huge part of it. I remember it. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, Rosa Parks lost a TV show? That's crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. TV uh, show, the back of the bus, I'm always
2: in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everybody Hates Rosa was mm-hmm. the name of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, man, let's play the other game because I know that's what you guys want. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. I said, now that it's time for some Guess the Race, that's right, it's Guess the Race time. Ba-da-ba-da. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show crossing all the podcast land where we ask people to guess the race after we read or play news articles from all around the globe. The chat room is the only people that are playing today, and they are quite racist. Chat room, are you ready to guess the race? I think they're ready. All right, let's get into it. All right, guys. Uh, Daytona Beach, Florida. Oh, Florida. A 44-year-old man hurled racial slurs and pieces of bricks at neighborhood children, police said, but was arrested and being held uh, Wednesday without bail. Larry Kenton tried to pedal away from police on his ex-wife's bicycle.
3: Bicycle?
2: The official... (laughs) <laughs> the official uh getaway tra- vehicle. Right, the official mode of transportation for racists. Uh but he was caught and charged with three counts of aggravated child abuse, driving under the influence, driving with a revoked suspended license, battery, and resisting an officer without violence, according to arrest and jail records. Oh, without violence. According to Kenton Arrest por- report, police were called to Whitney Street home is Whitney Street home Monday at six twenty five PM where an intoxicated Kenton was the causing a disturbance. When police arrived at the scene, they saw Kenton riding away with his ex-wife's bicycle and ordered him to stop. But Kenton kept riding, and police set up a perimeter to find him. Kenton's ex-wife reported that he came to the home to get some of his belongings, but the ex-wife told him to go away. Kenton then pushed his way into the home and started arguing with his daughter over her, dating a black youth, calling his daughter a nigger lover. Yeah. He tried to go after his daughter, but the ex-wife got between them. When Kitten exited the home, he saw a black boy and yelled, You are the one. And grabbed the juvenile and hit him in the face and head area, then started choking him. Ah, that's going to be an awkward Christmas dinner. Yes, it is. Uh, Kitten then picked up a brick and struck the boy in the back of the head with it. Hate crime?
3: Uh, parent, yeah.
2: Or in Florida, as they call it, he stood his ground. An unidentified, mm-hmm. an unidentified man came to help the boy and Kenton then started making racial insults about, uh, 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 other children, uh, playing nearby. Police say he picked pieces of brick and threw them at the children, striking two of them. You ain't uh, taking that
3: all. Everybody's kids, ain't it?
2: Guess the race of Larry Kenton, uh, who's, uh, apparently very upset. Purveyor of fine duck call wishes, whistles. Oh, I uh, think Molly, thinks Molly Sires can turk white, can twerk white. Phil Robertson, the color of my former British col- col- colonist masters. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Bad salt white, one who spasses out when his cheese levels are low. One who stands with Phil. Ah. Cocaine white, Scar's girlfriend. Oh, shit. Nah, you got to listen to Dream Team to get that one. Miracle Whip, the defense from A Time to Kill. Wizzy, one who loves Clayton Bigsby. The correct answer is, of course, White. he beat that young black dude for no other reason and the sad part is you know his mom when he got home was like i told you about messing with the white girls oh mm-hmm. that's how they do y'all y'all know black women y'all know how y'all do a scientist from orlando florida burnt down a church because he said he was tired of those mosquitoes <laughs> what do mosquitoes do to him oh florida if you're tired of mosquitoes Move out of the place with the swamps, guys. Or spray yourself down with some off. Right. Or burn down the church. The suspects, 57 year old Dryzen Premate, is alleged to have set fire to the H2O church. The church is named after water and it got set on fire. The irony of this shit is palpable. Ah! What? The H2O church. On West what 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 street is it on? Uh West River Avenue. West Arson Street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh the Sun Sentinel reported uh it's West Livingston Street. Okay. The Sun Sentinel, Sentinel reported on the arrest uh documents a man at the church Saturday afternoon saw premate add wood to a fire, which then grew out of control. The report noted that the church suffered substantial damage at the rear structure. Premate was arrested on a criminal arson charge and is currently being held at the Orange County jail. Apparently, Primate is a space expert and used to own a company called International Space Corporation. His company joined up with NASA to install crystal-growing furnaces on, spatial, on space shuttles. Wow, this dude's like some type of rocket scientist, literally. And he burned down a church because of mosquitoes. Wow, lost his mind. Uh, apparently, LinkedIn has some information about it. ISC was a privately held space company. Drazen was co-founder. Uh, with a private space coast investigator, I mean, investor, Robert C. Haynes, that had a joint endeavor agreement with NASA for seven shuttle flights worth $23 million to fly into space, the largest space furnace ever built in the world. Still the case today to process expensive crystals and other materials in zero G of space. Wow, well, they must have been like, you know what? We got to get rid of your ass. So he either
3: went through his money or, uh, they was like you got to go
2: yeah i wonder if he was crazy the whole time probably was insane it's like yeah we need to you know work on these experiments today you ready to get to work you don't see all these mosquitoes oh god oh uh, you
3: think he like uh old dude grandpa on that cartoon we watch uh
2: rick cartoon. and morty yes <laughs> listen morty uh after the company went south pre uh pre-mate uh apparently lost his money and became homeless
3: oh okay that's what happened
2: it's clear that he is a brilliant man intellectually speaking what isn't clear is what led him to set fire to a church and endanger lives um so yeah he thinks it was uh he thinks it was mosquito maybe something happened to him maybe he got abducted by aliens or something or saw god and lost his shit maybe maybe loki tried to take him over something happened. uh guess the race um KKK member against those thick lipped insects, AKA bug menace, European cave dweller, Stephen Hawkins, white, him a hunky, whiter than a gated community, wannabe supervillain, white, believes in Bigfoot, white and white. The correct answer is white. He's a white man. You guys are good. Everybody's, everybody's two for two so far. Um, Here's another one about a waitress uh, who uh, tried to do a good deed. Let's see. Uh We can guess the race of. Uh, oh, wait, this video won't play. Well, fuck this video. Oh, we'll just do this another it day. Fresh? Oh. Uh, it's all right. We have plenty more articles. An Oklahoma man is headed to jail. And he pops the question to his girlfriend. Ah! Now, listen, I know people think this is a horrible idea. But if she says yes when you're on your way to jail, that's some
3: real love.
2: She's a keeper. Because she'll go with you at the lowest moment. Most men want their marriage proposals to be memorable, but one Oklahoma man may have made it a bit too memorable. Justin Harrell of Elk City was about to get on one knee and propose Friday night when a police officer spotted him. Harrell has outstanding warrants on complaints of writing bogus checks. The officer put him in cuffs, but agreed to allow him to finish the proposal before he was taken to jail. The woman said yes. What? How? Why? Yeah. That, that, that's amazing. Playing against the race. Yeah, against the race, obviously. Obviously, against the race, everybody. Wow. Just, will you marry me? Uh, I think this is going to start off on the wrong foot. Yeah. I feel like that would take at least like 20, 30 minutes to get that proposal out. I talked to you once you got out of jail. You will make me the happiest man in the world if you could just get me some bail money. And also, will you marry me? Poor Tom in black. Missing Tooth White. One who will hand out Christmas presents in uh. Crown Royal bags after he runs out of boxes. Aww. A burg. What is a burg? Pardon, Joseph? Uh Back to the Macy's, back of the Macy's Santa Claus. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> That's black rob. Cops knew him on site black. That white man being made, being made out of them sandwiches. So privileged cops wait for you to propose white. On his way to jail for cooking meth white. Harlem new resident white, white. Caps lock says hip Hippoloid, hipploida. Uh, last name that has a burger in it. Also Jewish. Okay. The correct answer is, is white. Is. Some of you guys guess black, though. And you were wrong. Yes, uh, let's get into the bonus round, guys. All right, it's time. <laughs>
4: double
2: the points, double the rays, double the points and the race that's right it's time for the bonus round of guess the race where everything's worth double the points and double the racism chat room some of you guys are two three for three some of you guys are two for three are you nervous do you think you can catch up we'll find out in the next round In bonus guess the race all right a man was arrested for possession of child pornography you're
4: watching 7 Action News, always taking action for you. A Wayne County father is facing a half dozen charges tonight, busted after he sent a text message to the wrong person. Only 7 Action <gasps> News cameras were in court for today's hearing, and as Smitha Kaloki reports, the charges will keep this father from seeing his daughter. Today, Joel Dumman told the court that he was remorseful. That's after he allegedly tried to send a pornographic image from one of his cell phones to the other. Only seven action news cameras were rolling as the 44-year-old father from Wayne was arraigned in 35th District Court.
3: Do you understand the charges? Yes, sir.
4: Six charges, all serious felonies. Three for possessing child porn, another three for using the computer to commit the crime. Canton police were tipped off after a resident came in worried about text messages from an unknown sender
1: on his cell phone he received some messages they were explicit in nature and there were children on them so he was disgusted these children were nude and in sexual positions
4: investigators say Duman accidentally sent the messages to the wrong number when he tried texting them from one of his phones to another
1: during the investigation he made some admissions about uh, Possessing and uh, submitting that information over uh, a computer device.
4: Investigators don't think Dumman took the pictures himself, but they're still looking for more evidence. I just want to get back to work and I, I am remorseful for this. I'm on two to, to
3: faces and I've got, I've got $1,500 to my name.
4: I'm just to get back to work. But before he can do that, you Duman will to have work. to post bond. It was set at $250,000 or 10% cash surety. He also cannot have unsupervised contact with minors, including his seven-year-old daughter. From Plymouth, Smitha Koloki, 7 Action News.
2: All right, guys. So, uh, guess the race, uh... And his last name is Dumbman. Dumb Man. That could not be a better... Fucking name and all because he got the number wrong you know like i'm gonna send child porn to this phone oh wait a minute whoops what was that what was that what was that next test message like when he realized he sent it to the wrong person hey uh you may have gotten some of mine uh can you just delete it on second thought man you know i didn't send it my phone was hacked. uh yeah um you I don't even know why I'm sending this uh I don't have my phone this is the hacker uh don't don't uh whatever you do don't go to the police oh why would I bring up the police you might not even think about going to the police just somebody just gets their phone got <laughs> seventeen messages on it uh the chat room says when it comes to the race of Joe Dumbman, Pinker than Ralphie in the bunny suit before he shot it, shot his eye out. Oh. One who knows the just for me commercial song that came on during Teen Summit. Going with Black. Ah, Just for me. Yes. Hey, I know this is the wrong number, but you sound sick. That's not a race. White, white. Black Santa giving away dick in a box to all the kids. Next time that black man won't depend on a track phone. White, white, Barbie. He really hit it first, one who offers cheese and wine at a party. Next, that's Red Bone signing. Next president of the United States, white. Do you do what you want with my body, black? And white, like good credit, the correct answer is white. Oh. And many of you guys guess black for some reason. Feel like people are getting back in the race with that one.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, last story, guys. Um, let's see what we can For play all this. the marbles. A mm-hmm. the the man from the United
0: Kingdom has been banned from entering supermarkets. And considering the charges against him, it's not hard to understand why. See, 49 year old Eugene o. Freitas pled guilty yesterday to pleasuring himself in the meat aisle of a Sainsbury grocery store in July. <gasps> now, according to employees, Freitas could be seen on a security camera with his hands down his pants for 10 minutes. And one female staff member told the court that she caught Freitas in the act, but she gave the father of four the benefit of the doubt. She thought that he might just be adjusting himself. Well, turns out that wasn't the case. Freitas told the court that he went to the grocery store fully intending to go shopping. But once he entered the meat aisle, he was overwhelmed by his sexual drive. This isn't the first time that Freitas has been busted for being unable to keep his hands off himself in public. In 2010, he was placed on a sex offenders list for indecent exposure. And that offense also took place in a supermarket. Well, he'll have to look elsewhere to get his kicks for now. He's banned from entering British grocery stores without adult supervision for 18 months. Wow.
2: Ah! What the fuck happened there? That meat gets his meat going. I know. Like, look at that motherfucking steak. Oh, man. I... Well,
3: I hate to date him, man. But, like, oh, yeah, girl. Go on over there and open up that deep freezer with all that red meat. I got mm. it.
2: Rub some of them raw chicken breast on your breast. Mm. Yeah. Shit, girl. Girl. I can't keep my hands off myself.
3: Ain't nothing like some good red-eyed
2: T-bone steak. Is that some... Girl, you squeezing that hamburger with your feet?
4: Shit. You're mm. doing it to me.
2: I got to... Mm. We're not going to make it out of this this meat, this produce aisle. mm mm-hmm. i tell you that right now.
4: Mm-mm
3: that rent roast i'm running all on your rump
2: if we make it past this deli girl mm, tear your ass up <laughs> i'm teared up um yeah guess the race chat room um let's see what the uh guesses in the chat room are only benefits black folks get is welfare white catching tv passes from nick foe's white Aww. assume he was innocent white one who says white boy with that hard h black white his eyes were fixed on that cheese eye white light of white jesus white Aww. white white man who really liked that rump roast uh joe basically says that at the cheese uh, all that cheese in the grocery store was too much for him and he just had to touch himself white oh he wanted to know what that rump roast do pink jesse 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 pink meat uh that's <laughs> that's this is on sale pulls dick out white yeah maybe the sale was so good yeah. It's like, oh, two for one. God damn. Mm.
3: They got three ninety nine a pound? Oh you know it's always nine ninety
2: nine. Spends all day jerking it to a picture of Lady Gaga in a meat suit, says Emperor L. White. Oh my. Uh jacking off to meat cause they were out of cheese white, says Shamil The correct answer is, is white. It was white. <laughs> Somebody dig as black. They must have been desperate trying to get back in the game.
3: Yeah, and it's, you know, it's a sad day where you need to be supervised to go to the grocery store as a grown-ass man, because you might jerk off in the meat department. Could you imagine? it? But like, um, butcher, why is there sperm on my stew beef tips?
2: Right. Did you guys, does this
3: come with extra sperm?
2: Yeah, did you jerk off the cows? Yeah, I don't understand why the, what is this white stuff? Yes, Um, that look kind of spermy. Well, we can't leave without talking about sword ratchetness, guys. Gainesville, oh, Florida. A man is accused of injuring three people with a weapon authorities describe as a sword or a machete. He was shot and wounded by a Hall County Sheriff Dep- uh, Deputy. The incident occurred Sunday morning around 710 at a home, uh, Sailors Avenue. A Hall County Sheriff's Office spokesman said that when deputies arrived, the three people had already been injured. There was no word. the extent of these injuries the suspect a white male 27 fled the sailors avenue resident and residence and went to a house on grant street when he saw the deputies the deputies followed him to the grant street resident demanded he drop his weapon authorities said he refused so deputies used a non-lethal force to make him drop the weapon they said when that failed the suspect made an aggressive move towards deputies and the suspect was shot The injury to the suspect was non-life-threatening, according to authorities. He was taken to the hospital, treated, and then released. At that point, at this point, authorities are not releasing the suspect's name. Uh, the suspect faces initial charges of four counts of aggravated assault on a police officer and one count of felony obstruction. Other charges are pending, according to authorities. Deputies who fired on the suspect have been placed on routine administrative, uh, other deputies have been placed on routine administrative leave following the incident good glad to do got shot uh gotta get these sword welders off the street let them know that we mean business and we, we will do. not we will not be terrorized people no um you know too many people are you know taking this shit lying down they think it's a joke and next thing you know you know three of your best friends are all chopped up in the hospital because this dude could not just take it or take anything for uh you know for granted Here's something that I do want to say about uh, this. This this seems like a timely story. It's tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. A mentally ill man who attacked a woman with a samurai sword on Holloway Road last Christmas Eve will spend his life in an institution a judge ruled on Friday. Now, that's a Christmas miracle. Ah. It only took a year, but the Christmas Eve sword samurai is finally being brought to justice.
3: Yeah, cause there's something wrong.
2: Woolwich Crown Court has, uh, was told the 22 year old Italian woman suffered serious wounds to her face, legs and arms, including <laughs> having her thumb severed during the shocking and unprovoked attack in the junction with Mercer's Road. She okay. spent two weeks in the hospitals and received further treatment on her return to Italy. I remember when we covered this story, I was so upset and I was like, how can this be allowed in a world of justice and law? The woman was saved from even further injuries by members of the public. One who gave her first aid in the street. Another who chased the man. a Al- Allah Timofi, Timofi Timofi anyway, 26 of St. John's Wood and relayed his position to police. Timofi was eventually confronted by an unarmed police officer, Sergeant Steve Brown of the Islington police who had to fend off sword attacks during the chase. He would then place himself inside the arc of the sword and wrestle Timothy to the ground before arresting him. Damn, that's some Steven Cigar shit. Yes, it is. A large bag containing a crossbow, samurai type swords. Crossbow? Num- mm-hmm, numerous hunting knives and gas masks were seized. Oh shit. In summing up, uh, Judge Michael Topolos- Topolsky, QC, praised the intervention of the public and the bravery of Sergeant Brown, Detective Constable Joe- Jose Lagares, of arlington police said this is a vicious provoked stranger attack on a defenseless young woman returning home from work and looking forward to the christmas festivities it is if it had not been for the bravery and quick thinking of the members of the public she c- could have been killed and Timofey had had a would have evaded away arrest mm-hmm. The victim had to return to Italy and continue seeking medical assistance for her injuries. She has since returned to the UK to resume her studies and was present at court to hear the jury deliver the guilty charge.
3: Wow. He added the
2: victim was happy with the result and that Timothy will uh, receive treatment. He requires and will not pose a threat to the public. This type of incident is rare in London, but the public should be reassured that police officers are willing to put themselves in danger to protect the public. Timothy Who was found guilty on attempted murder and afraid was deemed unfit to attend court. Unfit to attend court, the judge imposed a hospital order, meaning that Timofey will spend the rest of his life in a secure mental health unit. Good, get him off the streets. He where he should be. Is where you belong. Sound
3: like he had real issues.
2: Yes, and one of those issues was the fact that he could still own a sword. Come on now. Alright, man. This has been it for the Blackout Test podcast. Uh, really enjoyed y'all. Thanks for coming out and being racist with us.
3: Yes. Um, have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Have a Merry Christmas,
2: man. We'll, our next uh, episode won't be until maybe we'll do a feedback show. If not, we'll just wait till, uh, you know, next week and start doing some more shows. Uh, cause I think New Year's is right in the middle of the week too. So, mm-hmm. um, well, will we'll see you guys soon. If you're premium, we'll see you sooner than that. Yes, we will. Um, uh, we'll have new shows out and stuff, but, uh, until, um later on i love you i love you too baby